Welcome to the Business of Eye Innovation, MedDevice Consulting's regular podcast about all things ophthalmology in Europe. Um, joining me today is Nicola Pellerun, who is the director of NextMed, which is a, a very ambitious project that the Eurometropole, Strasbourg Eurometropole, started about 11 years ago to create a medtech campus environment for uh, innovative medical device companies in, in the region and beyond. Um, so it's, it's with great pleasure that I introduce Nicola today because uh, we've known each other for, for many years and this has been a dream that you have pursued strongly and, and today it's, it's nearing reality. So welcome Nicola. Uh, thank you, Chris. That's a pleasure for me to be with you today. I, just, I would like to mention, firstly, that you, Chris, and Medevice Consulting Company, you were the first company trusting us in coming in this new building that we call Explora, uh, which is a new building for new innovative companies. So thank you for the, this invitation. Thank you. So let's start by talking about what the original idea was for NextMed. And you talk about big, hairy, audacious goals. This was something I think the city set out to do that seemed almost impossible in a lot of ways, you know, mm -hmm. 11 years, 12 years ago. Yeah, the idea of NextMed is quite simple. The, um, the main idea is to gather on a unique site every skills you need to develop a new device. So if you want to develop a new device, you need surgeon, you need student, you need patient, you need entrepreneurs, uh, you need clinical researchers. And yes, it's true that 10 years ago, we just have this discussion on how Strasbourg could be more than the um, political European capital. Mm. Uh, could we become the uh, medtech European capital? Is it only a dream or can we transform this dream into a reality? Starting from 2012, we tried to implement you know, the proof of concept. And that's a building we call PH8. So we, we decided to have a new nursery for innovative company uh, within this site with the hospital. The PH8 was a real success. And so the mayor of Strasbourg decided to buy some uh, fields within this hospital site to uh, develop spaces for companies. And having, uh, you know, located downtown in Strasbourg, having hospital, having uh, scientists, surgeons, companies, we were sure that this is the key to be able to transform healthcare uh, system and also to have innovative products for patients. That's the next big dream. And it sort of followed on what was already in place on the campus here in Strasbourg, the, what's called the Hopital Seville, mm -hmm. the public hospital, with ERCAD, yeah. uh, which was founded in the 80s. In 1994. 1994 yeah. by Professor Jacques Moresco. And, and that institute does training, surgical training of surgeons around the world in minimally invasive surgical techniques. And then when Sarkozy was president, we saw the creation of the EHUs, which stands for, I will let you do it in your better French accent than me. Yes, yeah. Institute. Uh, uh, Institute de Chirurgie Mini-Invasive Guidé par l'Image, the minimally uh, image-guided surgery for minimally invasive surgery. 
Yes, and this institute, which is about two blocks over from us in the next Med building, is also a, a breeding ground for ideas and innovation. And so it seems to me that NextMed takes that to the next step in being the host and foundation for many innovative medical device startups. Yes, uh, there is an important question. You can put every skills just one uh, very close to the other. This is not the way to develop a device. We need, and that's the ambition for NextMed, is to connect people, to connect ideas, because you can walk just very close to the hospital. If, if you have not access to the surgeon, it's not interesting for you. So the, the, the NextMed ambition is to connect people that are concerned about innovative uh, healthcare product and how to connect a company to the good surgeon, to the good technology, or can we mix uh, every skills, every people to develop a new device. The, the proximity is not the key. You need, I think that you need the proximity, but you need also to implement new processes to be able to connect ideas and people. Yeah, and, and I think we were talking with uh, some of our clinical team the other day, and, and most of them come out of the university here in Stolzburg. And one of them was talking about working on a project which was meant to be an artificial retina. But the, the engineers had never thought, never talked to an eye doctor, and they didn't realize that it, there was no way to put it into the eye. And, and I think that, that underscores the need to be together, to work together, to sort of force the conversation in a lot of ways to make certain that a great idea is a practical idea. You, you know, Chris, when I remember 20 years ago, the, the startups or medical companies, they developed new technologies and then they asked themselves, oh, what can I do with this technology? And then after discovering a technology, they wanted to discuss with surgeon, but it was already too late. Today, the process is not the same. Yes. Today, the first question is, oh, what is the patient need? And starting from the, the needs, then you can work with the surgeon to solve the problem. We are not developing technology just for the pleasure of developing technology, mm. but uh, we also have to think, how can we use this tech? And today, it's surprising because a lot of uh, surgeons are no uh, founders of company, or they are part of the steering committee, they are part of the board, and that's also the case. We, we, we can see that in the Explorer building with the different companies, and uh, the, um, the surgeons are present in the building, in the companies. And that's, for me, one of the French revolution regarding the medtech uh, industry. Yeah, and, it, and it makes a lot of sense, I think, what you end up with is a product that has a greater chance of success if you're, you're taking into all account all of the stakeholders yeah. that will be involved. Um, let's talk a little bit about this building, our Explorer building, because to, a lot of times when buildings are no longer useful, they get torn down. Mm -hmm. um, and I think one of the really interesting things about what's happening here on this campus is there is a, a repurposing, a reuse of buildings. And so the building that we sit in today was actually the, originally the otolaryngology, the ear, nose, and throat hospital. Yeah. 
So why was this particular corner of the campus selected and, and why this building is a starting point? You know, the Civil Hospital of Strasbourg is a very old one because the origin of the hospital in Strasbourg is uh, about years ago. And so we have a lot of patrimonial buildings, or mm -hmm. very old buildings. Yeah. And as I work, uh, you, you know Chris, that I work for the city of Strasbourg, so we also have to discuss with organization which was in charge to protect the old buildings. And so we had a deal with this organization to renew, to transform this old building into a new one, and also to keep the memory uh, of what was this building before. I'm not particularly fan of the uh, 70s or 80s building, but I think that some of the historical building in Strasbourg has to be uh, protected, preserved, mm. and so that's also the, uh, the duty of the city to be able to, to give also a new direction for this building. And I think that today, having innovative companies in this former ENT building is a good thing. And I think for the innovative companies that are here, we're so uh, delighted to be in, in such a beautiful building. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's more than 100 years old. It's been restored yeah. magnificently. And uh, for us, every day, it's, it's, it, it makes the team very happy to be in this environment. And we have, on one side, we have a view of the cathedral, yeah. um, the yeah. famous Strasbourg Cathedral. And then we have the canal on the other side. And, with one of the most famous photographic sites um, in, in all of Strasbourg that it frequently appears. And so it's this lovely place surrounded by old trees. And, yeah. and then inside it's got all of these companies working on exciting new innovation. Yeah, and, and, and you know, Chris, uh, every time this is a, a very good moment for me when I discuss with a surgeon, because the surgeon, they all say to me, oh, I remember when I made a part of my studies in this building and uh, the surgeons, they were afraid that what can be this building in the future. And when I discuss with them, I say, oh, yeah, that's fantastic because we see this is a second life and this is the best life that we could imagine for this building. So, you know, and this is for me one part of the next my dream, yeah. you know. Yeah, and the rest of the dream, as we look out my, my office window, mm -hmm. the infamous pagoda, yeah. uh, which is a, it's a, it's a very quirky building on the campus of the hospital because mm -hmm. it doesn't fit architecturally with anything else. And, and I read in, in our local newspaper that uh, it was the architects presented this concept of a sort of a oriental looking building and the city was not very happy and the hospital said, that's what we want. And so we have this, this interesting building, which used to be a lecture hall, correct? Yes, yes, yes. And yes. so that's the next building that the team is currently renovating. Yeah, you, you, you know, just, uh, um, I said before that for me, the key point is to give the possibility of connecting people. And uh, what could be the, the, the best place for people to uh, connect with each other than into a restaurant, a bar, and that will be the new function 
for this pagode building because it's, it's kind of a, a light in the dark, you, you know, and to be able to gather uh, people for lunch. Uh, and uh, we also want to have, you know, quite a, a park outside the building to let people walk uh, outside if they want. And also to be able that we, we want to give the, uh, the possibility for people to uh, discuss with each other. And so the uh, La Pagode, this is the meeting place. Mm. Uh, and I think, and also uh, a good place to allow surgeons, student, company to be able to discuss with each other. To come together. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. And then the third, the third building, which today is a, a big hole, yes. um, <laughs> which I call the lake. Um, it will be, when, when is the whole NextMed campus complete? The plan is that the, uh, the first part of this NextMed development uh, has to be achieved in 2028. So, and that will be a, a global surface of uh, 30,000 square meter, um, 100,000 uh, square feet. That's, and this program will, uh, will allow approximately 2,500 people to work in that place. I already think on the, on the, the, the step after, uh, what can we do after? I would like to discuss with the hospital. What could be the opportunities? Uh, what could be the building mm. that we, 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 we could discuss on to have? There's some buildings on the other side, yeah, right there. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know, there is just very close to the pagode. There oh. is the medical, the, the medical bay building, mm -hmm. uh, and this this building has been constructed by the same architect than this building, the okay. than the Explorer building, and so that that could be for me the the, the, the second part of <laughs> next development. I don't know if uh, I will be able to see that, but it means that we already have plans till twenty forty, uh, approximately. So uh, the job is not finished yet. Uh, that's what we only are at the beginning of the next month story, I think. And when you, because I see you here in the building a lot, showing people the building. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are companies from, you know, like J&J &J and other global companies are coming and we'll have divisions of one of the companies, GE, yeah. coming later this year. Yeah. What is their reaction when they, when they come and visit NextMed now and see the the start of the, the reality and the promise. To be in Strasbourg is not always easy. Uh, we are not Boston, we are not <clears throat> Paris, so we have to show. Mm. And so we have to be very dynamic in discussing with companies. And then when you discuss with companies, so you, you can have two strategies. The, 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 the first one is to try to have the big farmer, the big company, it's not easy when you are when you are Strasbourg, but in general, when uh, for example with GNG, when they come to when they come to visit Nextmed, they, they, they was uh, fantastically surprised because mm. they didn't. It, the, the reaction is always the same. Oh, we did not think that you could have so many things in Strasbourg regarding the medtech industry. For example, we we we, we are kissing about GNG. Uh, actually, they also made some um, 
acquisition acquisition and they uh, they also have some they they are part of the board of several Swazburg companies and that's for us um, a good strategy for example the, uh, we, we also have General Electric and the story of the General Electric entity in Swazburg is quite interesting because at the beginning yes it's a, about 15 years ago we we had a startup uh, regarding the, the dose optimization with um, uh, medical imaging and this startup grows and grows and then G was interesting and so uh, G uh, decided uh, six or uh, seven years ago to buy this startup. In buying this startup they decided also to stay in Strasbourg so that's interesting for us and that's also why our main strategy is more to be like uh, to be considered as an accelerator for startups mm -hmm. And also to discuss with the uh, the industry, and just because we, we know that for the industry, uh, the one of the um, the key point is also to be able to to scout the new technology and the uh, very innovative companies, and we want to tell to these big companies that oh, just have a look on Swazburg. Because Strasbourg, we, we want, you know, we, uh, I work closely with the incubator, with Quest for Health, mm -hmm. uh, which, which is the, the first incubator in France, with more than 70 startups being actually uh, accelerated uh, within, the, uh, within the campus. So that's for us a good strategy to be able to, to let the startups grow and also to discuss with big companies and then to match and to be able to connect startup to the industry. Indeed, and it, it, the thing about Strasbourg being sort of he, uh, a hidden gem, uh, a few months ago one of our board referred uh, CEO of a company, a startup in, they're based in Paris in the US, mm -hmm. and the CEO is originally from Strasbourg. Okay. And he referred her to me and, and I had a call and she said, why Strasbourg? And I said, you know, I explained. Mm -hmm. And she said, I don't believe you. I said, it's true. And she came to visit, um, it was in January, she was in town. And she she was just amazed at the building and, and the environment and everything. And it's completely changed her perception. And she's a Strasbourg native. So it's, it's, very, it's very funny when you can get somebody to open their eyes and see yeah. what we have to offer. And, and, and you know, Chris, also um, another point, <laughs> We, we've just discussed about proximity. Proximity is not the key. You, you have to make a process to transform the, the proximity into a partnership. And that's also true. When you are in Strasbourg, you are in the middle of Europe. This is a cross-border region, and this is what we call uh, the Upper Rhine region. So we are very close to Germany. We are very close to Switzerland. And then with uh, the cluster BioValle, with the uh, incubator Quest for Health, we also increase the partnership we, has, we have with uh, Basel, we have with Karlsruhe, um, also to have this uh, critical mass of science, medicine, and companies in this upper Rhine region, because right. we, we, we want to have this very attractive region that you can look from the US saying, oh, that could be a good place for me if I want to set up a company, a subsidiary, this kind of, this kind of thing. Yeah. What to me is a key, key success factor as well is the university. 
Yeah. Yeah, we have one of the leading international scientific universities. And the quality of the, the people that they put out, I mean, we're, we are a, a big believer and a big, a big hirer of, mm. of those PhDs. And then you couple that with the, the business school has developed this master's program of innovation. Mm. Um, and even from that standpoint of university education, you know, the building blocks are in place to position companies for success. Mm. Another little anecdote is um, the best known simulator for cataract surgery. It's med devices, primarily in ophthalmology. The simulator that the, is, is used primarily now in ophthalmology was developed here in Strasbourg by Encimo uh, with the backing of a charity, Help Me See. Yeah. And I was telling the president of the, the European Society of Cataract and Refractive Surgery Surgeons last weekend, I said, that's from Strasbourg. And he, very surprised to hear that this right. is, you know, it's like the things that we do here are amazing. Do you know what is the story of Insimo? Uh, so Insimo is the company who, is, who actually develops these simulators for LMC Foundation. And uh, Insimo was created after the Hacking Health Camp. Uh, because we have, uh, this is um, uh, a trend coming from Montreal more than 10 years ago. Mm. And uh, actually, the uh, very proud to, to, to be able to say that we host the uh, most important uh, healthcare hackathon in the world here in Strasbourg within this NextMed campus. And uh, INSIMO was originated from this hacking health camp. And the idea is very simple. You have a, a question, you have a problem in doing your medicine practice. And so you just have to ask your question and during uh, 72 hours, you will be helped by developers, by computing engineers to develop a solution. And they, they develop this solution, which was called Simon Care. And then they discuss with the LPC Foundation and that's how the story began. And now we also, and that's also the, the goal of NextMed is to connect companies, surgeons, and I know that, for example, the Professor Boursier, who is heading the ophthalmology service within the hospital, he also works with LPC Foundation, he works with Simo, he knows you as well, mm -hmm. so, and that's, and, and then I can say, yes, we have an ophthalmology pool here in, uh, in Strasbourg, and so, so that, that's for me amazing. Yeah, and that's something yeah. that nobody would think about. No, no, yeah, yeah. no, and it's it's like why Strasbourg, and I, you know, I can talk for hours mm -hmm. <laughs> about why. You know, it, it's uh, it, it it is an amazing amazing environment. You know, just um, regarding last year in twenty twenty two, I organized more than hundred NextMed visit because I know that if I show you what is NextMed. I know that you're seeing that, oh yes, that's a great place, but how to make it possible. Mm. And so that's why also we have to be very strong in marketing. We work for the, the, the public sector, so it's not always simple, but uh, we have to, to, to make uh, the next promotion. And I would like to thank you, Chris, because you also helped us to do this promotion because we, we are in, 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 in a great place and we want to develop personalized way and roads for startups. And I'm sure that you cannot do that in Paris.
neither in Boston because they are too big. When you are a startup, it's not easy when being in Paris. No. When you are a big company, <coughs> Paris is certainly one of the places to be. But when you are a startup, I think that we are in Swarzburg a very welcoming environment mm. for startup, for business, for people. Because you also, <coughs> when you want to hire people uh, in general, it's, and people, the, people said that the quality of life is also important, especially after the, this COVID crisis period. Mm -hmm. And I think in Strasbourg, we have everything you need for your business, for your family and for yourself. And people speak English here, Americans, which right. I think, yeah, oftentimes the, you, you sense a, a fear um, when talking about France, Strasbourg. And, and I think that another advantage that Strasbourg has is because we have the Council of Europe, we have mm. the European Court of Human Rights, we have this international university of Lille, the multiculturalness of yeah. Strasbourg is very different from the rest of France, it really is. And it, it is something that, you know, on our team we have 13 nationalities. Yeah. And uh, it's, but it's something that all speaks to Strasbourg because most of those people are based here in the office in Strasbourg. You know, it's not just that we have a team of all French people. And, and I think that's another thing that's very attractive is yeah. you can draw from a lot of different cultures. Um, and, 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 and you know, it's, uh, it's interesting, but when you discuss about innovation, you understand that innovation in Japan, in the US, in Europe, in France, we are not thinking the same way of innovation. Mm. Uh, for example, I, I, I was formerly a Renault car manufacturer engineer. And uh, so I, I had to work with uh, uh, engineers from Nissan. And so we, we also have to learn what is the multicultural environment because innovation for, uh, for us are, are specific. Yes, Swarzburg is a multicultural environment, a scientific environment, a political environment uh, that's a fantastic place for students. And you know that in Swarzburg, we have more than 60,000 students and 20% of the students are not from Swarzburg, they, they, they are from other parts of the world. So, and so th this, is, uh, this is fantastic. And I think also this is a city which allows you to, to undertake what you want because we are thinking in a very open-minded way. Mm -hmm. And so, and for me, this is very important regarding the uh, international situation. I think in Strasbourg, we are a bit different compared to the rest of Europe. Completely agree. And as you, when you arrived at the office, we, you made the comment of Strasbourg as a village. Yeah. That's the other fascinating thing to me is everybody knows everybody here. And in the best possible way, it sort of takes you aback in the beginning because you're coming into a city of about 350,000 people. You don't expect it to feel as small and comfortable as it does. And I think it's partly because you have three sort of dominating employers mm. between the council, the university, um, and the port. Do you know that? The port of Strasbourg is the third largest employer. So you have sort of condensed populations, and I think that makes has something to do with it, but, but it is just one of the most fascinating aspects of living here. You know, Chris, I, uh, for, for me, working in Swazburg is something, uh, fantastic. Because 
we know each other, but the most important, and I think this is true within your uh, normal life and also within business, you need to trust people. Mm -hmm. And Strasbourg is a village where people trust people. And that's make you, you know, in a very confident environment to develop new things, to develop uh, innovative ideas, innovative company. I'm, I'm quite sure, you know, confidence and trust are two key words in defining or describing what Strasbourg is. Yeah. One of our board will periodically say, why don't we move to Luxembourg or, or locate the company in Switzerland? He's Swiss, he's a big man of Switzerland. Um, and we always say, no, 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 because this, this is such a good place to be. I think so. Yeah. All right. So anything else to add about NextMed? I would like to thank you, Chris, because I'm not sure that you uh, realize what your company is, uh, especially during that time. So you are a very international company. You are a company also regarding diversity, equity, and you are a trusting person. You know, we need to have such a discussion with company as we do today to develop NextMed because I'm sure that NextMed is the good idea and to develop this good idea we need to have the best entrepreneurs and I think you are one of the best entrepreneurs so thank you Chris. Thank you Nicola.